afternoon, everyone. Merrill Reese and Mike Quick at FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland. One thing the Eagles know, it is past time for them to end this five-game losing streak. He approaches the football, and the Eagles' season is underway. He looks. He steps up. Still looking. He dashes to his left. He dashes to his right. He is starting to run. Now he fires downfield. Caught! Aguilar! Three at the ten! Touchdown, Eagles! He's hit. Football is loose. I think the Eagles have it. They do! Crowder comes up. He takes it, drops it, and it is picked up by, let's see, it may be the Eagles. Great Burt, the man on the ball. He's back. He looks. He fires. It's complete. And in for the touchdown. He backs up. He is hit. Oh, is he hit? Timmy Jernigan, who grabbed him. He fires. And it's intercepted. It's intercepted. Jalen Mills picks it off. Hey, we talked about it all week, and we heard about it all week, did we not? Right? Five in a row. And we said, we talked, we were just going to handle our business, and we were going to eliminate it today. We did it. Great team effort today, man. Great team effort. Hey, is it perfect? No. But you know what? You want to know. Winning is contagious. It is contagious. Now you feed on it, you learn from it, and we move to the next one. Great job. Defense, we talk about takeaways. Great job. End of the game. Way to put a dagger in their heart. Nice job. It's a team effort, though. You're absolutely right. It's a team effort, right? A lot of individuals, but great. Guess what? Team effort. So proud of you guys. Way to battle. We put this one to bed, and we get ready for the next one. It's a new order, man. New order. Every week, we got to go to work. Started with family. going to finish on family. Family on three. One, two, three. Family. Excitement here with the Philadelphia Eagles after Sunday's 30-17 win over the Washington Redskins to open this 2017 season. Hello everyone, I'm Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider, along with the Hall of Famer Brian Westbrook back for another year here on Eagles 360. And we're going to break down the Eagles win over the Washington Redskins, Brian. And as usual, it had a lot of twists, it had a lot of turns, it had a lot of craziness. The most important thing every single week is winning the game. And at the, end of the, at the end of the game, clocks hit zero. The Eagles had more points than the Redskins. That's the most important thing. Certainly, a lot of things to work on. Every season I played, there was never one opening game that the coach said, you played a perfect game, we have nothing to work on. The Eagles have a lot of things to work on, but the most important thing they did well was win. And they've got some injury concerns. Ronald Darby, the Eagles cornerback, out for a period of time here, perhaps with his ankle injury. Caleb Sturgis, place kicker with a hip flexor that – slowed him on Sunday, but those are issues for the team to deal with on Tuesday and beyond as they look ahead to the Kansas City Chiefs. What we want to do here is talk about the Redskins game, and there were several things that stood out, Brian. I mean, before we get into the offense, let's talk about some of the stars of the game in your mind. 
Well, you have to start off with the quarterback. You, you want to talk about him. Uh, he did a great job. But when you look at this game, it was dominated by the defense, the front four. They did a great job of getting after Kirk Cousins. They did not allow him to be feel comfortable all game long. And at the end of the game, it helped them out tremendously. You have to look at the front four. Now we begin with the offense. Let's talk about the O brought to you by Golden Nugget, where Philly gets engaged. And we will start with the quarterback. Carson Wentz, Brian, made one of those plays early in the game that makes you go, whoa, what is this guy? Do we have Aaron Rodgers Jr. in Philadelphia? Your breakdown of that play, we'll talk about that in a bit here. But, I mean, just in general, the presence that Carson Wentz has, the pocket breaking down around him, this kid has grown up in a hurry. There's not a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL, young or old, that have the ability to see guys coming from behind them, that have the ability to make sure that he has his eyes downfield. And then when it's time to throw the ball downfield to be an accurate throw. Carson Wentz showed some things uh, this first game that he didn't show all season long last year. He's able to elude the rush. He's able to keep his eyes downfield and complete the ball. That was impressive. Brian, it was clear that the Eagles wanted to come out and throw the football. The running game really didn't get going, and we can talk about that here. 356 yards, 8 of 14 conversions on third down. Your thoughts on the strategy against Washington? Well, you know, as a running back, we always want to come out and set the tone with the run game. That's the most important thing. But I think Doug, he's trying to play to his strength. The strength of this offense is the quarterback. You go out there and you get all these wide receivers in the offseason. You want to make sure that those guys get involved as well as have the ball in your quarterback's hands. And I think that's what he did. As the season goes on, the offensive line is going to have to do a little bit better job of blocking. The running backs are going to have to be able to break some arm tackles and run a little bit harder. And that takes time. It takes time and some continuity for the offensive line to play better and the, the running backs to feel their way through some of those holes. And while the wide receivers did get involved, we also have to really point to tight end Zach Ertz, who came out of the shoot with eight catches, really a key contributor in the offense. And then Nelson Aguilar, what a start for Aguilar. The 2015 first-round draft pick, a touchdown catch, six receptions. Uh, Brian, it looks like he has turned the corner. Well, it's good to see Nelson just develop some confidence. It's good to see him adjust to the ball, catch it with his hands, and then score. That's going to develop confidence in a young man, and that's what you need out of him. When you move him into the slot, now he's able to use his route running ability to get open. You saw him a countless times running very crisp routes, getting open, finding the hole in the zone. That's what you want to see from the young guy. Carson did a great job of finding him as well. A couple key stats in this game that I'm looking forward to monitoring all season. Red zone efficiency. The Eagles one of one when they were in the red zone. That's a good thing for a team that was 24th in the league last year. And then big plays, 20-plus yard plays, four of them for the Eagles after last year's really kind of dink and dunk attack. Well, they took some shots downfield. And there was a couple plays, even though, including the first play uh, of the game, that they missed. There's some shots downfield where you see Torrey Smith running right past Josh Norman, their best cornerback. You see Alshon running past some of their defenders. Now, if you can connect on some of those plays, this game isn't the same game. It changes the complexion of the game. Uh, uh, Nelson, all those guys, all the receivers and the quarterback have to get together to take advantage of some of those big shots down the field because this team could be effective in the short game but if you if you hit some of those bombs it'll be much more effective and it opens things up as well. Brian those are some of the good things that happened. Yeah. There are some things that did not happen as well. I mean it was a stuttering offense at times. What do the Eagles need to get better as they look to Kansas City hostile environment attacking defense? Well you're going to see a defense that's going to be coming after you. So first of all I'm looking at the offensive line. Can you dominate up front? 
If you want to win, Andy taught us, if you want to win in the, the, the football game, you have to win in the trenches. The offensive line has to play a little bit better. They need to be able to combo block up to the linebackers to get this running game going. Our running backs need to do a much better job of blitz, blitz uh, recognition. They need to know who their man is and get after their guy and pick up the blitz. If they do some of those things, the game will be a little bit more smoother. I think getting the ball out of Carson's hands quicker will also help the offense. Two touchdown drives, some field goals, a big drive at the end of the first half to take back the lead. A lot of good things to work with, a lot of things that need to be improved as we look to the Kansas City Chiefs. We've got more to get to here on Eagles 360. When we return, we'll take a look at some of the big plays in Sunday's win over Washington, and we'll break down the defense. And don't forget the special teams, instrumental in the Week 1 win. We'll be right back. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by Rothman at Jefferson. Eagles High School Football Showdown presented by the Rothman Institute at Jefferson celebrates local high school football teams and coaches. Visit PhiladelphiaEagles.com slash showdown to vote for this week's Game of the Week. Come and see what's happening at your local Acme. Better sale prices, superior service, and great quality products. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood. And fresher produce and hundreds of organics. And our butchers cut our USDA Choice Lancaster beef in store every day. So stop in, shop, and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. At some houses, weekends are all about peaceful relaxation. At the Carter House, the dream whistlers are still trying to find their sound. And by choosing the NRG Free Weekends plan, the electricity supply for all that beautiful noise is free, all weekend long. Lucky them. NRG. We welcome you back. It's Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Brian Westbrook here talking about the Eagles' win on Sunday over the hated, dreaded NFC East rival, Washington Redskins. Where do they rank on your list of teams I don't like? Um, they're probably, hometown, because it's my hometown, yeah. so they're, they're right at the top for okay. me. Well, I, I do not like the Redskins at all, and I love going down there in Washington and finding a way to get a win. It had been a while. The Eagles have lost five straight to the Redskins prior to Sunday, and one of the reasons they won the big play back for the Eagles on the offensive side and the defensive side. And with that in mind, let's take our all-22 review into our film room, Fran Duffy and Greg Cosell. All right, Greg, well, let's get things started here the way the Eagles got things started. And when you have the opening drive on offense, the only thing you can ask for is to open up with a touchdown. And they did just that. Carson Wentz to Nelson Aguilar, 58 yards. Let's take a look and see what happened and, and this play. It ended up exactly the way they designed it, right? Exactly right. Exactly. Exactly right. So what we have here is, is one of their staple looks out of three wide receivers. It's a three-by-one set, but right up there, that's Zach Ertz. They use him a lot, as you know, Fran, as the single receiver to basically the short side of the field. And then they've got three wide receivers down below. And inside is Aguilar, who's going to end up catching the touchdown, of course. But in this play, he's not really part of the progression at all. He's a clear player. Now, as we start this, the focus should be really on Wentz and Ertz because that's who he's looking to get the ball to. And if you freeze it right here, that's where he wants to go. But that's Josh Norman. So really, 
Carson Wentz should have come off of this much quicker than he did because that's not the matchup you were looking for in the three-by-one set. You were hoping maybe a safety or a linebacker might be out on him, but that's Josh Norman. Yeah, and then, so then what you have on the other side of the field and what we assume the second part of his progression right, right. was is you have Alshon Jeffrey coming here on a shallow cross, Torrey Smith running a little dig. You assume he's going to work from right, right to left. Because, here. as we said, Aguilar, he's just clearing. He's running vertically to clear. He's not part of this progression at all at this point in time. So, of course, what happens is the pressure now starts to work. And once again, he stayed too long, but now he starts moving around, and now it becomes kind of a random improvisational play. So if you freeze it here, perfect. Now what's happening is he's clearly working, once that is, to his left. So now Aguilar does absolutely the right thing. And we talked about this when the play happened. He starts working with Wentz. So what do you do? You work to the same side of the field. And if there's no one in front of you, you work deeper. And that's exactly what Nelson Aguilar does right here. And keep in mind, this is a big-time throw. I mean, <laughs> he, he did not have a chance really to totally turn and set his feet to make this throw. So this was a big-time throw. Not the design of the play at all, but Wentz and Aguilar did an excellent job once the play broke down. Yeah, one of those things that it seems like it's a random play, but they practice those scramble drills all the time. Each player has assignments on what they're supposed to do when the quarterback breaks the pocket. So Nelson uncovering exactly the way he should have. It was a good way to start for the Eagles offense. All right, thanks so much, guys. Let's talk about this play from several different aspects. The mobility of a quarterback who's 6'5", 240. It looks like Aaron Rodgers, the way he's able to set his feet so quickly, turn his shoulders, and get the ball down the field. That's the good from the quarterback position. And, of course, Nelson Aguilar's work coming back to football. Well, when you have a quarterback that's able to evade the rush, now you open up so many other things for your offense. Now you can get into your scramble drill. But when you have a quarterback that says, listen, I just need you to block one guy and just give me a chance like you have in Carson Wentz, that makes the offense a little bit more special. And Carson Wentz is the type of guy that can make a guy miss, make two guys miss, and then still look down the field and throw the ball accurately. That's important for you a winning football team. Big picture here, though, Brian. You don't want your quarterback getting hit. Carson took some hits. Washington blitzed the Eagles running backs here. Mm -hmm. Your evaluation of the pass protection and the running backs in pass pro. Well, something that needs work. I mean, part of the the problem is you don't get a lot of time in the preseason as far as game time to work on these types of things. That's something that they're going to have to work on uh, this week coming into Kansas City. They're going to pressure the quarterback. They're going to make sure that these running backs understand their blitz responsibility. Deuce Staley and this offensive line, they're going to need to get, get together and make sure that they know which linebacker is responsible uh, the running back is responsible for it. They have to do that right now because on some of these plays that we saw against Washington, our running backs are just missing the linebackers. They're not watching them all the way on some of the de- delayed blitzes. And if they don't do that against Kansas City, we're going to get our quarterback hit way too many times. On the defensive side of the ball, a lot of pressure. Let's go back to Fran and to Greg to talk about one of the big plays early in the game. The big men up front getting it done. All right, next up, Greg, all summer long, we saw more blitzes from Jim Schwartz and this Eagles defense. And we were wondering, like everybody else, would we see more of it here in week one with the start of the regular season? And we got to see it with the first big defensive play of the day. Yeah, and I think you will see more and more blitzing. Hey, we even saw cover zero on, I believe, was a third down. But here, they come with what we call a Mike Star blitz. And to give you an example of that, what we're talking about is you really have the Mike linebacker, and here it's it's Bradham, I believe. And then you have Robinson outside, Patrick Robinson, who's the slot corner. That's the star. So it's a Mike Star blitz. And what happens here, they're going to come. They're coming from the 
field and the boundary defensive end is Brandon Graham, he's going to drop out. So it's really a five-man rush, but they're overloading one side of the offense. So what you get is you get the blitz as we run this, and we can see exactly all of that. Now what happens here, because Graham leaves, is you get a one-on-one matchup right here. You get Fletcher Cox now on the right tackle. And he surprises him a little bit because the right tackle, Moses, is expecting to block Graham. So look what happened there as Cox got beyond him pretty quickly, and he's able to sack Cousins, force the fumble, and the Eagles recover the ball. One of the best things about doing any kind of overload blitz, like what you just saw with that Mike Starr, is you're going to get the offensive line sliding away. Yes. And in that situation, you've got the offensive line sliding away from Fletcher Cox for the blitz. That's what you want. Now you've got Fletcher Cox in a one-on-one. Right. And as we saw, he was able to get his shoulder past the right tackle. And, you know, the great thing about Cox, he, he can play some defensive end and rush the quarterback, <laughs> and that's really what that ended up being. Yeah, we've seen that going back to his college days. Fletcher Cox getting a sack fumble on one of the first big plays for the defense in the first half. Thanks very much, guys. We will talk about the defense at length in the next block here, Brian. That play right there demonstrates some of the versatility that we see up front with Brandon Graham dropping out of the play, Fletcher Cox looping on the outside. You have guys that can play inside or outside. For offense, it's confusing because you don't know exactly where these guys are coming from. Jim Swartz has done a great job of allowing his guys to play inside, outside, and be multiple. Because now offense, they can't predict who's coming, who's not coming. You have to be on your P's and Q's. And a lot of time, offensive linemen get caught off guard exactly what happened during the play. That's it. Big plays, small plays, they all added up to an Eagles win on Sunday at Washington. We've got one more segment to go here on Eagles 360. And when we return, we'll talk about the defense. And, oh, yeah, the special teams outstanding once again. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by McDonald's. McDonald's introduces the new signature crafted sriracha sandwich made with a new sriracha mac sauce and a kick of spice. Finding the end zone is his specialty. In fact, he's found it over 17 times already today. He is a professional football watcher because he has NFL Red Zone from NFL Network on Xfinity. He catches every touchdown from every game Sunday afternoons all season long. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity. Switch to an X1 triple play and add the sports entertainment package to get NFL Red Zone. Call or go online today. Right checking from Santander Bank. Just make one deposit, withdraw, transfer, or payment each month to waive the monthly fee. And there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Right Checking from Santander Bank. Come and see what's happening at your local Acme. Better sale prices, superior service, and great quality products. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood. And fresher produce and hundreds of organics. And our butchers cut our USDA Choice Lancaster beef in store every day. So stop in, shop, and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
Our final segment here on Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, Brian Westbrook, Eagles defense dominating the Washington Redskins and the game plan, Brian, from Jim Schwartz. Blitzed a little bit. We hadn't seen much of that. Brandon Graham inside in a nickel, dropping out in some zone coverage. I mean, it, it was – and losing Ronald Darby in the process. What a brilliant job. Jim Schwartz did a great job of never allowing Kirk Cousins to be comfortable in the pocket. You saw so many times in the game where he thought the ghosts were coming from one side, the blitz came from the other side. At some point, if you're a defensive coordinator, you want him to see ghosts. You saw him that last interception to Jalen Mills. He caught the football because and threw the football to our team because he thought the blitz was coming from somewhere else and he still had time. Jim Schwartz did a great job of keeping him off balance. He was never comfortable in the pocket the entire game. Great job for the defensive coordinator. In 2016, in two wins over the Eagles, Washington averaged 168 and a half yards rushing per game. On Sunday, they had 64 yards. What was the difference? The dominant play of their defensive line. The linebackers are coming up, hitting people in the mouth. Malcolm Jenkins contributing, coming up, hitting people in the mouth. That's what a defense is all about. 11 guys to the football, making game tackling possible. And now you have an offense. You, make it, you, you limit the offense. You say you're not going to be able to run the football. You have to throw it. Now you're playing right into the defensive hands. You're able to rush your front four. You bring some blitzes, and this is a perfect situation for the defense. Brian, how concerning is the loss of Darby? We don't know exactly how long he'll be out, and we hope that he gets back before the end of the season here. In your mind, how do the Eagles compensate? Well, you have to figure this thing out. That's why Jim Schwartz gets paid the big money. But you allow these young players to play a little bit more, get their legs underneath them, and make sure that they understand the scheme. All I need you to do is play the schemes. Don't try to play outside of yourself. Don't try to pick off someone's else, someone else's man. Just play the scheme properly, and this thing will work out. But it's very, very important. We talk about the next, the next man up. We need the next man up to play good, but we need this front four to take a little bit more responsibility. Now you have to play a little bit better because we may call on you guys to just to get the pressure by yourself yeah. because we can't blitz as much. And the Chiefs await after totaling nearly 600 yards on Thursday night in that win over the New England Patriots. And as we know, it is a three-phase game. Mm -hmm. Eagles special teams, we would be remiss to not mention the outstanding play from Dave Phipps' crew. Three Caleb Sturgis field goals. Donnie Jones had a punt that was fumbled. He, he dropped a ball down at the one-yard line that Jalen Watkins hustled to cover. I mean, the coverage teams were outstanding. The first punt of the game, Tress Way kicks it 30 yards out of bounds. Eagles get great field position. The Eagles always believe, Brian, that you win games on special play, uh, special teams, special plays, and they are doing it. Again, again, again. Well, there's times in games where your offense is not clicking. There's times in games where your defense is not clicking. Your special teams has to be on target, on point, every single opportunity that they get. Dave Phipps has done a great job of making sure that those guys participate. They understand the schemes. They understand their rush lanes and their blocking lanes as well. They've done a great job of making this offense get better field position, making this defense play with the offensive back to the, to the, to the goal line. That's important. They won the special teams game. That's how you win games in football. Let's tie it all in here. Corey Clement goes down on the very first kickoff, makes a big play. Rookie running back being asked to make plays on special mm -hmm. teams. Do coaches then notice that and say, let's maybe give this kid a couple reps here. We're trying to get the running game going here. Do you see that kind of progressing in that direction? Well, what happens is you start making plays on special teams. The coach starts, they, they see your number. Hey, number 30 is doing a little bit better. He's doing better. He's the guy that wants to go out there and help us on special teams. 
And now let's get on a couple of runs on offense. The longer that you can stay around, the more opportunities you get. You'll stay around much longer if you're making plays on special teams. Can you get up to the speed of the game on special teams so that it translates into a positional play? No question. If you're here and you're, you're participating in making plays on special teams, now Deuce Staley is going to say, you know what? I saw how fast he ran on that special teams on that kickoff. How about we give him, give him an opportunity on this one play? And if you make a play on these couple plays that they give you on offense, now that leads to more and more plays. That's how things work here in the NFL. Well, it was a good start for the Eagles. Right. Concerns for the Eagles. Work to do for the Eagles. We all know that. But 1-0, and that's where you want to be. Anytime you can start by winning the game, it leads things in the right direction. Good start for the Birds. All right, now we are going to look ahead here to what's happening on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and on Eagles 360 on Tuesday. Glenn Macnow, my host, will have his takeaways from Sunday's win over Washington. Head coach Doug Peterson in studio with me with half an eye on the Redskins and most of his attention focused on Kansas City. And then the coordinators, Frank Reich and Jim Schwartz, will meet the media talking, I'm sure, about Kansas City a lot. How tough is Arrowhead Stadium? This is probably the loudest stadium that I ever played again, played in. You have a defense that's going to be coming at you. It's going to be hard to hear for your offensive line. So you're kind of at a disadvantage, and those guys on the defense will get some good get-offs. You have to make sure everyone's on the same page, offensive line, quarterback, as well as running back. Eagles were 1-7 on the road last season. They didn't win in the fourth quarter last season. On Sunday, they win the fourth quarter 11-0, and they win on the road. I just think it's a different feel to the opener than it was last season. Anytime that you can win a game, opener, middle of the season, it's the great way to do things. It's a great start. Now you you stick you You're start to get the player. You start to get the momentum. You're such a player. You're going game by game. Week by week. That's all. That's all. One of sixteen. That's all I can take it. Uh, my only vision is next week. That's okay. all. Focus. Well, next week we will be here with that's Brian right. Westbrook. We'll see you then. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here today on Eagles 360. Thank you for joining us on Eagles 360. We've got a lot more to get to this week. Make sure you're with us every step of the way as we line it up for the Eagles at the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. Thanks so much, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.